Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh man, got a radio show. Yeah, I do. God's so big to me, man. I just have to tell you about it. I can't help it. It's rather obvious to me how big, how good God is. He's absolutely tremendous. He's off the chain. You know, man, uh, I wanted to share something with you today. You know, uh, if you're out there, start your mission today. Why don't we all decide together? Better yet, let's just kill that because you don't. Just individually. Look, you listening. Everybody's got something that's that's on the table that they haven't yet attacked yet. What are you waiting for? Start your mission today. Stop the procrastination now. And if you and if you allow excuse me, and if you allow procrastination to set in, then that that. That allows then, which is a weakness, you know, but that allows the devil then to just really do his thing because an idle mind is the devil's playground. So if you ain't working on your goals, dreams, aspirations, or visions, you just uh, you just waking up seeing how today going to go, or the devil, he got plenty for it for you to do, see. But if you get your mind right on your goal and your focus and your purpose, then you can go on about your business. Then when the distraction comes, you can catch yourself. Now, that don't mean you ain't going to fall privy or fall prey to some of your distractions because you will. But you will have a goal in mind, an aspiration that makes you go, hold on, man. I got to stay focused here because what I really want, where I'm really trying to go, the thing that I'm really after, this new little uh, thing that's being introduced, this don't fit into the equation. Man, let me keep it moving. 
or you may step off the line for a little while. You know, like I said yesterday, the thing about God is he's so forgiving that if you get out of line, he'll hold your place. See, that's the real cool thing. A lot of people will do that for you, too. Like I said, if you're at the movie theater or you're at the amusement park and you're in a line and you forget something, if you politely ask the person behind you, hey, man, I got to run to my car, I left something, would you hold my place? Most people will say, fine, yeah, go ahead. And when you come back, they don't have a problem. See, your problem is, is you want to get out the line, go do something, then come back and just get up in the line further up than you were or cut somebody. Now you got a problem because, see, everybody looking at you now like, hey, whoa, partner, where you come from? You know, the line start back here. But, see, the thing with God is God don't do that. God don't say the line start back here. God holds your place. When you make a mistake and you fall off the line, God holds your place. But if you ain't got no dreams, aspiration, if you ain't got no place, what he holding for you? See, I mean, he, he got a place for you, but you got to come to him. See, some people, if well, here, here's what I'm saying. If you got a goal, an aspiration, a dream, and you fall off track momentarily, you can get back to that. Because God know where you left off. Now, you may have to accomplish a few more things since you stopped for a long period of time, but God know where you left off. You can get back on track. I Look, man, this dream of being on TV since I was a kid, it got off track now. It got off track. I just kept it as one of the dreams. And in some real dark moments when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, all I was hanging on to was just the hope that one day it could. But that's what faith is really about. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. But faith gives you the confidence to keep hoping, man. Sometimes it just keep hope alive. Sometimes, you heard Jesse Jackson say it, just keep hope alive. Sometimes, man, it's just the hope. I was hanging on the hope. And I'm talking about when it got real ugly and funky out there for me, when it looked like I wasn't going to ever make it, and all of the facts was in, and everything pointed in the direction, you're not going to make it. You done really messed up this time. Then I sat there. And I just hung on to the hope. But man, that's what I'm saying. If you got a dream or an aspiration or vision or something, when you fall off track and you want to go get back in line, God holds your place. He knew I was off track and out of line. But he said, okay, here's where we stop. You want to be on TV. Now, when you get it together and you quit tripping and you come and you turn to me, I'm going to hold your place, put you back in line, then we go and finish the journey. That took me a lot longer to get here than I wanted to, but then it was necessary because I needed all of them mishaps to happen to me along the way. So when I got on the radio one day, which I did not see coming, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. That's why I say it every day. See, because of this radio show that I didn't see coming, now I have stories to tell. And I can tell you about me better than I can tell you about anybody. And I done been through enough where it's relatable, where enough people can go, man, that happened to me. Appreciate you saying that. That's what it was for. See, I get it now. See, at the time, though, I didn't, I didn't like what was happening to me. At the time, I was really in total disagreement with God on a lot of stuff he was pulling off on me. But in essence, I was really pulling it off on myself. But through his grace and mercy, he kept me through all of my mistakes, all my bad decisions, all my miscalculations, all my misfires, all the times I knowingly stepped out there and did wrong. He forgave me. He said, because, man, if you ever come to me, I have a plan for you. 
that is going to be far and above. It will supersede everything you've ever dreamed of. That's what I did. I just got sick of me, good and sick of me. And I turned it over to God and then God started working. And here I am today. Now, is he through with me yet? Nope. Have I arrived yet? Nope. But guess what? The journey is cool. And then you know what I found out? That's kind of what it's like in life. If you done walked off the cliff in life and you ain't got no God in your life, it's like not having a parachute. You step off the cliff and you just free falling. We all, now that fall gets you closer to the grave, right? See, we all heading to the grave from the moment we born. But the cool thing about a relationship with God is when you step off the cliff and you got God, he a parachute. You still going down, but it's a nice ride. You guiding, you gliding, you softly, you enjoying, you look around, you smiling, you meeting other people along the way. You, you, you floating over here to ski a little while. You over there at the beach for a little while. You mess around over here. You get to go out the country a little bit on your parachute and all that. And God just helps your, your descent appear more like a rise and more like a euphoric fall. Instead of not having no God in your life and you just walking off that cliff every day, free falling, ain't got no cord, you steady pulling, ah, you hollering the whole way because you messed around with yourself and ain't let God come into your life and provide a parachute for you. I would rather have a parachute since I got to jump every day than to not have one. God has been like a parachute for me. Ask me why, where that came from, I can't tell you. But like I always say, most good things that happen in my life that I can't explain, it's usually him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. You've been waiting. We've been waiting. Here we are. It's a new day. It's a new opportunity. It's a brand new chance to get it right, to corrections for resolutions for progress for hope for love or in some of your cases it's time to end some things Mm. today is the day let us begin steve harvey morning show let's get it on shirley strawberry hey good morning steve how you doing to the call of pharrell Good morning, never mad on a Friday. What's to up? the junior kill space. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. In the building. To the lone wolf, bitter man, J. Anthony Brown. Ready to put in a full day's work, Mr. Harvey. I'm here. <laughs> and I'm the here. legendary king of pranks, nephew Tommy. Today's a new day. Yeah. Today. I'm good. Yeah, man. Good. It's yeah, Friday, yeah, boss, man. You know it's a short week. First week. Oh, uh, what you it's, can I just say, it's been a long work week, and we've all done our part. <laughs> well, we, we certainly know we have. Yes. <laughs> you better talk. Yeah, man. Wow. So what's I going on? It, Everybody good? Yeah. Oh, we're great. Yeah, man. Good, yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thankful and grateful. Ready great. for the weekend, man. I, great now, I'm, 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 I kid you not, I need this weekend. Because this week been rough, man. The jet lag, I, 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 I can never stay away in a time zone that long and then come back and think 
I could make the adjustment in four days, five days. It, it, it was too hard. I'm just now starting to get balanced a little bit. Yeah. But to Wednesday? How long does it normally take, jet lag? You well, it depends on how, you know, you know what they say, uh, for every hour, there's a certain amount of day, a day, a day for every oh, hour. Okay. That's how they kind of put it together. Well, you've never been anywhere for a long period of time and then they had to come right. back and get right. on the other time and go perform. That's true. That's, that's mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've had it. You just went on and laid down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But you be on stage sleeping. Boy. <laughs> and let me tell you something. That ain't no fun. So that I'll never, no ever do that again. But I'm making it. I truly do need this weekend. I truly, truly do. You're going to sleep? Huh? Uh, no, I can't spend the sleeping, Shirley. Well, you just talked about it. What you trying to do? Yeah. You need to rest. What Which you talking about? Which one is it? Oh, yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> and, 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 and then miss something? Yeah. <laughs> what are you, that's a kid? You can't, yeah. you can't, you miss can't have it both ways. No, that's sleep me. That, that's my whole thing. I, 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 can't, I can't miss nothing, man. FOMO. Simply because I got less time left than I've already lived. Why would I go to sleep now? (laughs) When permanent sleep could be any day now. (laughs) You ain't lying. (laughs) All right, we can't rest right now anyway. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO Here we go. This one is from Cecil in Saginaw, Michigan. Cecil writes, hmm, I'm a 70-year-old bachelor, and I swore I'd never get married. But now I'm in love with a younger woman, (laughs) and she's threatening to leave me if I don't get my act together. See, I have another problem, too. I have a very controlling daughter, and she will be wealthy after I pass away. She's my everything, and I know she will fight over my assets, especially because she thinks my girlfriend is only with me for the money. She suggested I get a prenup if I decide to marry this woman. What should I do, CLO? Well, go on and get a prenup. Depends on how much younger this woman is, but if you're 70, damn near everybody you meet going to be younger. (laughs) That could be, that covers a wide range of people, Cecil. And so I'm assuming uh, that uh, she is quite younger and your daughter's a little bit aggravated by it. And I think you can understand that. But your daughter is your everything. So if the woman really loves you for your love and not for your money, uh, at this age difference, she would understand that you want to leave everything to your child. And so uh, that makes sense. But she's threatening to leave you if you don't get yourself together. How? She wants either one or two things. She wants you to get your daughter under control or she wants you to handle your business and hand it over to her. Those are the only two things I could think she's telling you to get yourself together or she's going to leave you. And in the words of uh, someone, I don't know where this phrase came from, but the two words are bye and Felicia. And you can apply those and because uh, I'm pretty love. sure. The movie Friday. That's somebody's cute. Yeah. He's in love, Steve. Yeah, I, I understand that you you got you got you could you could you can get somebody else. That's good though, bro. All right, uh, we're moving on. Tabitha and Philly says I'm a 34 year old married woman, and I need your advice. My husband works downtown, and I work from home. 
On Friday, I ran to the dry cleaners and I saw my husband's car. I expected him to be in the cleaners, but instead his assistant was inside at the counter. She told she turned bright red when she saw me and I told her to give me the car keys and uh, call an Uber. My husband was very upset and asked me to apologize to his assistant. I told him that would never happen. Do you think I overreacted about this? Hmm. Well, <laughs> you didn't know why the assistant had the car down at the cleaners was obviously to pick up some cleaning. I'm assuming. <laughs> he wasn't down there. They wasn't at a hotel. He gave her the car to go down there to pick up his dry cleaning. You done came in all gangster, get a Uber, give me the damn car keys. Now you got what you wanted. You got the car keys. Now your husband upset. What did your husband do? She did I, turn bright that. red, Uncle Steve. She turned bright red. Well, well yeah. you be scared, too. Somebody <laughs> wife walk in, you got the keys. Yeah. I told him I want to drive this Bright red sound like a white woman, though. I'm just saying. Bright <laughs> red. <laughs> what? Sound like a white woman to me. I'm just yeah. telling you now. Yeah, well. <laughs> I know one thing. She got ass in that you Uber. That's a damn show. I promise you that happened. <laughs> Wasn't no argument about that key. She handed her that key and got right in it. Yeah, but you're saying you think the wife overreacted. Um, I do. I do. Okay. But I also understand her position. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. jumped to the conclusion mm-hmm. without no other proof other than yeah. she had the keys to the car. She, she, she should apologize. Yeah, she All right, should. here we go. But, but that ain't going to happen. happen. Right? That ain't definitely going to happen. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Molly in uh, Tupelo, Mississippi says, I'm a 29-year-old single mother, and my boyfriend of five years just moved in with a guy I slept with last year. I slept with a guy while my boyfriend was deployed last year. He works with a guy now, and they decided to be roommates so my boyfriend can save up to buy a house. My boyfriend can't live with me because my son's father won't allow it. Do I tell my boyfriend that I had sex with his roommate or pray it never comes up? Better get to praying. Bam. <laughs> Don't walk that information in the door that you slept with him while he was deployed. You know, listen to me. There's a saying that everything comes to light. That's not true. That's true. Just not true. <laughs> it's not true, Steve. So Thank don't God, start bringing right? everything to the light. Turn that damn light off. Right. Sometimes, <laughs> out that sometimes yeah. in our lives, and all of us have benefited from it. There's a thing that we all benefit from, benefit from, called grace. Yeah. And but by the grace, somehow some things are not allowed to be known about you, and that's some grace and favor. You should be the beneficiary of that as long as you can. Don't walk nothing in there and tell it that they don't know. In the, these are some famous words. Shut your damn mouth. I don't know who that quote is from, but shut your damn mouth. It's one of my favorite quotes. I don't know who to attribute that to, but I love it. Shut your damn mouth. Man. Shirley? All right. 
All right, here we go. All right, one last one. Shay, you have one. Do some work. No, I just I just wanted to uh, add to what he's saying about shut your damn mouth. It's very important. If you have information that somebody doesn't know, don't give it to them just willy-nilly. What the hell would you do that for? That is just stupid. That's all I had to say. That's just dumb as hell. You don't have a they don't know and you. Steve. I mean, they don't know and you telling them? Damn, that's dumb. That is just dumb. I mean, I mean, See, Steve, why? this is what we went through while why? you were on vacation. Why? Why? Ask why? Bitter why? Man. Yeah. Why, though? I mean, but, Man. But why? Yeah. And who all deployed in Tupelo? But some people believe yeah. in honesty. Some people believe in honesty. You know, that's they stu- want the truth. <clears throat> honesty honesty is stupid. Honesty is overrated. It's way overrated. All right, we got we gotta go. Coming up next, it is the nephew would run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anne is standing by with our national news. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got? Dead People's Collection Agency. So when someone passes away, if you owe that person that passed, that don't mean you don't still owe them, okay? (laughs) You still owe them, all right? DPCA, let's go. Cat Dump. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Daryl, please. Is he? Hi, Daryl. This is uh, Tony with DPCA. We wanted to give you a call. How are you doing today? Uh, well, what, what's, what's the company? Uh, DPCA. Well, what would that mean? Uh, DPCA is a dead person collection agency. We actually collect uh, money from those that have been that have that are deceased, but people still owe them. Are you familiar with? Um, Carlton who passed away six months ago. I, I know him. Yes, he could do, but uh, what do you want from me, though? Okay, it's been brought to our understanding that you actually owed Mr. Carlton Fisher $1,200. Is that correct? Nah, nah. What are you talking about? Nah. Okay, so. Nah. How? How, as, though? As Mr. Okay, let, let me let me get this, this. Let me get a clear understanding here. You actually worked with Mr. Carlton Fisher, correct? Fact, yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So, have you borrowed money from Mr. Carlton Fisher before? Why are you asking, though? I'm, I'm asking you a clear question, sir. Have you borrowed money from Mr. Carlton Fisher before? I don't feel like I should answer, though. It's not your business, though. Um, no, it is my business, because I'm with a collection agency, and it's been brought to our attention that you owe $1,200 to him. I don't know what you're talking about. And you didn't even send me no letter? So I don't, I don't no. even know what's going on. Uh, I'll, I'll repeat myself again, sir. My name is Tony. Did you send me a letter, though? With... Did you send me a letter? I, Did you send me a letter, no, though? I, I haven't sent you a letter. I'm, I'm so Tony I don't know with... why you call me, then, if you don't send me no letter, though. Okay. Sir, you owe this money to Mr. Fisher. I'm with See, you. See, I don't understand. Today. I don't understand. You didn't send me no letter, though, and then you're going to call me, though. That doesn't make no sense. Okay. Okay, so here's the deal, sir. If you don't pay the 1200 we will come and take something. We will compensate something of the same value. So I'm letting you know you that. Me, no, you, you, you even even send me no letter, though. If you do that, I'll call the police because you didn't send me no letter, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it just I, makes I'm no sense, though. What, no, I'm hearing what you're saying, sir, but at the end of the day. Now you're not hearing what I'm saying, though. You shouldn't even be talking to me right now. You got to send me a letter, though. That's how it is with bills. You did not inform me anything, right? 
Sir, you owe you owe the twelve hundred dollars, sir. We both know that. You're now. Well, I'm saying you skipping a you skipping a step right now, though. That's what no, I'm saying. Okay. You're it right it now. doesn't you're matter about the steps, sir. You know what you owe, and, and I'm just gonna let you know. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. I'm gonna let you know this. We will come and compensate something of the same value. You twelve hundred. I'll let you know, not, but I'll let you know first, though. You cannot do anything without sending a letter. You did not send me no letter. You didn't send me no nothing, though. You called okay. me. You harassed me right about now without even sending me no letter. I was saying, like, this is the deal. This is what happened. This is when it's due. Yada, yada. You didn't even do that shit. Okay. So let me, let me say this to you. We do know that you have a 2017 pickup truck. We do now know you that. Threaten me? You threaten me? You threaten me? I'm, just letting, I'm letting you know we're picking up something now, of right? the same value or more. Okay? You threaten so, me now. That's not, that's bullshit. Threaten me now. You didn't even send me no letter. You, you just called me up saying, like, I owe you now. You didn't even give me no date. Like, this makes no sense, though. Sir, this is DPCA. This is what we do. If someone passes I, I don't away. Care. I don't care. If you're, you're a government agency. You should be sending no. me a letter. Sir, you owe Mr. Fisher $1,200. He's now deceased. We are going to collect this money. Or are we going to collect but something of the same But what I'm saying is back? you skipped a step. You skipped a step. You did, not, you did not inform me that I owed money to him. You just tell me right now on the phone. You should also send a letter, though. Sir, do you want to send us, send us the money, or do you want me to pick up your I don't truck? even know what you're talking about, though. Are you talking about my truck? You're talking about my truck? I, no, 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 no. I, we're not doing that. No, we're not. you're not touching my truck right about now. You know what I'm saying now? No, yo, that's it. We done. We done. If you come I, my truck, I'm going to fuck with you. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? I don't care what so, your... It's, DC, it's either $1,200. It's $1,200. Yo, 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 yo. I'm telling you right now, you didn't send me no letter. Now I'm angry. Now you're going to turn me on truck, you come at me, I will come at you hard. You know what I'm saying? Baseball bat, all that shit. Don't f*** with me. Don't f*** with me. You'll get jumped. I'll jump you. I'll jump you. I'll take your truck. You hear me? So stay the f*** away from me. Sir. I'm not playing I'm right now. I'm not, I'm not playing either, sir. Are you registered? Yo, yo, you, yo, yo, are you listening, though? You I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. Are you listening to me? You're the person you that owns. You don't know the type of dude I am, man. I, I, you don't, yo, you sound mad comfortable right about now. Good. Don't be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm, I'm going to let you know this. If I don't get this money by today, then then you might as well start not sleeping at night because there's a strong possibility what? that what? your car, what? Your car what? might not be there in a the What? Market. Say that again. Your car. I, I'm, Say that again. I, I'm, I'm saying it as clear as possible, sir. $1,200 or your car, your truck may not be there in the morning. This is your call. Do you want to be there after the next morning, though? What are you trying you know what to I'm say? Saying? What are you trying? No, tell me what you're trying to say. What you hear? What you heard? What you heard? What you heard from me? Okay. Exactly. Okay, Don't can, f- with me, dude. When can yeah. when can we expect when can we expect the twelve hundred dollars? I'm telling you right about now. Don't f- with my car. I'm done with that. Sh- all right. I'm done with you. Don't f- with my car. Don't f- with my car. Don't f- okay. with my car. Don't want to f- you. Don't call me back. All right. I'm done. Mother hung up. Call him back. Call him back, man. Call him back. Who is hey, man, who you think? Who you think you hanging up on, man? Who you think you hanging up on? You call me again? You call me again? You damn right. You call I'm me again? You again? I'm waiting on the twelve hundred dollars. Okay. Now, do no, you I told to- you this. I told you. I told you that. Now, now you getting me angry though. Now you getting me angry though. I told you this. Don't call me. All right. Send me the letter. You don't send me the letter. Now you talking about taking my truck? I'll f- you up. Okay. Dead ass. Okay. I'll f- you up. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do? I, I tell you what. 
What you gonna do? What you gonna do though? I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. What you gonna do? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Tommy come get the truck. I'm gonna let Tommy come get the truck. Who? I'm gonna let Tommy come get the truck. I don't know who Tommy is. Uh, which Tommy? Oh, Tommy who? Tommy. Tommy, baby. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Your boy Trevor at your job got me to prank phone call you. Ah, oh, mother <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some... <laughs> he always be listening to y'all, too, man. Damn. <laughs> I got you, oh, baby. Ah, oh, man. You. I hope I got you. over here. this. <laughs> I hope my parole officer ain't hearing right now, man. <laughs> you on parole? Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, no comment. <laughs> okay, all right. No comment. On, we no not, comment. There you go. No I tell you what, this, this is the only comment I want. Tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land, baby? Give it to me. Who is it? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all a bunch of crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> That's about the best stupid I'm going to put you out there right there For right now I'll be stupid again in another hour In another hour I'll be stupid again But right now that ought to hold you. You know, while you at the red light on the freeway That ought to hold you That's that's that good stupid That's that good good Alright Thank you nephew Coming up at the top of the hour We'll have some entertainment and some national news We're going to have that not right now, but right after this. Hang on. We got you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you see me. Shirley's here, and I want to talk to the ladies right now. Listen up, ladies. Arm & Hammer Laundry and Dress for Success have teamed up to lighten the load for women everywhere. You're going to love this, and we want you to join us, Carla and I, by posting a hashtag saying power to her. It's an arm flex picture on Instagram or Facebook. Carl and I have already done ours and you could check it out um, on Steve Harvey FM. Post your power to her. That's power to her arm flex pictures today. Now listen, if we reach 300 posts, they'll double their donation to Dress for Success, okay? To $50,000. $50,000 if you do this, okay? Plus, you'll be entered for a chance to win free laundry for a year. For official rules and how to enter, visit armandhammer.com slash dress for success. You know, Carla, we always talk about how our moms just positively impacted us growing up. Our, our sheroes, our heroes. Absolutely. I mean, just... Yeah. yeah, you know how we love our moms and how much influence they had over our lives. I, I think being raised by a single mom, I appreciate the, the values of an independent woman. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I got by being raised by a single mom. You know, you get double the love and all of that. You watch your mom just do it all, do it all. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all the single mothers out there, independent women just holding it down. So Interesting. Single yeah. mamas. Yes. Mamas, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mamas love them. Yeah. Oh, everything. There are yes. everything. Man, do we miss them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Do. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So switching gears now, we have some really big news, Steve. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is the number one morning show on the entire planet, okay, in the world. How about you that? Ain't no, you ain't no. <laughs> gone, huh? New York City, the ratings are in, and the Steve Harvey Morning Show is number one again. So we want to say thank you to our home station, 107.5 WBLS. 
about that? Yeah. Number one. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Huh? Yes, sir. Yes. yes. What? Yes. What? What? No. I would like to dedicate these ratings to a woman in Los Angeles mm. who uttered the words to me, you are done in radio. You will never, ever work in radio again, and I will see to that. No, he not bringing it. I would like to dedicate these ratings and this announcement to you, ma'am. Thank you for your belief in me. Mm-hmm. And that oh, lack man. thereof that motivated me and allowed me to turn my faith and belief towards the heavens Amen. and Amen. not listen to the lower negativity on this place called Earth. We are number one, thanks to you. (laughs) New York, thanks to New York, our loyal Telling me. Somebody get him. That it was over. Somebody get him. Please get him. Thank you. Can I I please make a dedication? You know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for not mentioning any names. You said a dedication, Jay? What you got? Yeah, I have a quick dedication to the person who said you'll never get another job. (laughs) 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 All right, come on, Steve. It's time for today's headlines. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very much. This is Antrip with the news. President Biden's announced a sort of reset of his plan to bring COVID-19 under control. It involves tougher new vaccine rules for federal workers and contractors and more testing to fight the highly contagious Delta variant. The president says it's like we're fighting a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Nearly three quarters of the eligible have gotten at least one shot. But one quarter has not gotten any. That's nearly 80 million Americans not vaccinated. That's 25 percent. That 25 percent can cause a lot of damage, and they are. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, are overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. And the president urges folks to think about that. Before this, the White House allowed unvaccinated employees to just take regular COVID tests. But now Press Secretary Jen Psaki says that federal workers have about 75 days to become fully vaccinated or else. If a federal worker fails to comply, they will go through the standard HR process, uh, which includes counseling uh, and face uh, disciplinary action. But she says there will be limited exemptions for religious reasons, but that's it. The U.S. Justice Department is suing the state of Texas. That move coming after Governor Greg Abbott signed that controversial abortion bill into law that bans all abortions after six weeks when most women don't even know they're pregnant. Attorney General Merrick Garland says the law is clearly unconstitutional under longstanding Supreme Court precedent. Those precedents hold, in the words of Planned Parenthood versus Casey, that, quote, Regardless of whether exceptions are made for particular circumstances, a state may not prohibit any woman from making the ultimate decision to terminate her pregnancy. 
before viability. And that's why he's going to court. Besides banning abortions, the new law allows any private citizen to sue any other person, medical, private citizen, whatever, who provides the procedure or even leads somebody to an abortion provider, rather, like even a cab driver. Some good news out in New Orleans. Uh, Officials say that about uh, 75 percent of the city's back online, so the 8 p.m. curfew has been canceled. Still, though, some 270,000 electrical customers out thanks to Hurricane Ida. Looks like we haven't heard the last of Andrew Yang. He's uh, about to launch a third party, apparently making the announcement next month. And tomorrow marks the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce your boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Anthony, the Brown. (laughs) Thank you so much, Mr. Harvey. Uh, Tonight and tomorrow night, I'll be at Riddle's Comedy Club Chicago, Illinois, two and two, two tonight, two tomorrow night. I do an hour and a half. That's what I got. That's that's what I do on stage. Hey, one Jay. hour and one half. Jay, huh? ten people living. <laughs> oh, that's, that's all I can do. Is I do what that's, I do. That's all. But at the J spot, I got <laughs> got Dominique at the J spot, Los Angeles, California. Now the other day, Ted, is it Ted? What's his name from Texas? Ted Cruz. Cruz? Bundy. Is yeah. it Ted? What? Bundy. Yeah, said Bundy. that the, Ted, the serial Ted. killer. <laughs> I don't know what John oh, no, to tell you. Hell, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to get him Ted, there. From, New, from, from Texas, from Texas. Ted Cruz. He said that the people who are no longer getting their unemployment checks should go get a job, which was very insensitive. Very yes. insensitive. But he kind of halfway right. He kind of halfway right. Because it. a lot of these companies are suffering because they need people to work. I don't know if you noticed, but some of the 7-Elevens are closing at 8 o'clock because they short of people. They closing <laughs> up at 8 o'clock. Because they short of people, Heinz 57 sauce, the community, they can't get all the ingredients. You can't get but 52 flavors now. That's all they got for you at. 50 <laughs> <That's> damn... <laughs> Dentists are suffering. You can come in half price, pull your own damn tooth. They don't give a damn. You come on in, pull your over there. Target, Target needs people. Mm. They need people to work. The people who are shopping are making an announcement for workers. Attention workers, I need some help on aisle four. Where's every damn body? <laughs> Funeral homes. They need people to work. They're short of people. They say, if you dress them, if you dress them, we'll do the funeral. You'll give you a half price if you bury mom and daddy on damn self. Bury your mom and daddy on damn self. You can save a lot of money. Dentists. Doctors allowing you half price to do your own prostate exam. Come on in. Do your own prostate exam. We'll get you out of there. You can save some money. Strip clubs. We need strippers. We need strippers. We're short of strippers. I was at the strip club the other night. One stripper was on stage for an hour and a half. Damn shame. One damn stripper was on stage. She was, I'm like, bless your heart, girl. Work. Get that work in. We we need workers. We need workers. I got to go. That's it. Dang. You need to work for the labor Dang. department after that. Yo, man, what you got? Yeah, somebody said they was at the strip club, which she said every 30 minutes she just pulled up a chair and was drinking Kool-Aid <laughs> on stage, resting. She, she just took a 
She just took a 30 minute break. All right, thank you, Jay. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump, or the former President Trump. Please say former. Please say former. Enjoys a good fight, you know. And on Saturday, he'll be providing the commentary for the Evander Holyfield uh, Vitor Belfort match at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. The only thing the former president likes more than a good fight is money. We all know that. And sources close to negotiation says uh, he's making an obscene amount of money for his services. An obscene amount of money. Uh, Social media company Triller, which is promoting the fight, is paying Trump as well as his son Don Jr. millions for their live alternative commentary. What? 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 It's going to be the worst fight ever here. I mean, on 9-11. That's who what signed off on that? On yeah, on the 20th anniversary of September 11th. That's what a former president no. was doing. So did, did Evander Holyfield fill in for uh, Oscar De La Hoya? Is this the one he filled in for? Because Oscar yeah. De La Hoya got COVID. Is that what this fight is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. I don't know about this one. Oh. Surely. That's yeah. two entirely different weight classes. Did she huh? kill somebody? Did she kill somebody? Yeah, she was going uh, to kill De La Hoya fighting <laughs> no, Holyfield. Right. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, don't I, don't know. Know, I don't know if Oscar De La Hoya was going to fight somebody in the same weight class no. as Holyfield. He went from Walter weight to heavyweight. How, how much weight Oscar gained? <laughs> well, anyway, that's not the point. I just asked a question. <laughs> Why are you asking sports questions? Because I can. Don't... Why is you in sports? <laughs> I can. <laughs> no, you can't. Not gonna do this to the show. <laughs> the the point is that Trump about Donald Trump. Yeah. Who wants to listen to him and Donald mm. Jr. He don't know talk about a damn about fight. Hey, either one of them know the fight game. They paid him millions. Mm. You heard? He looked like they really, really hurt. Got hit really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, Dad. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I'm, yeah, ooh, Dad. Look at that. Hit him all of as hard as my girlfriend hit me. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, We really kind of like that. You know, it's just, that right cross was really nice. It's really hurt. He going to say it. something he shouldn't say, watch. It really, that's all he's going to say. Something he shouldn't say. He's going to say huge Four. and great and really. <laughs> huge. Terrific. Terrific. Terrific, yeah. I'd get in there and beat him myself. That's the lie. Yeah. I'd, I'd pay I'd pay money to see him and his son fight each other. I'd pay for that. That would be, I'd pay. That'll never be something. <laughs> they say Trump has lost about 15 pounds. He's trying to slim down and he stopped doing the tanning. He thing. quit eating McDonald's then. He quit eating all that food. Stop getting McDonald's free. He lost 15 pounds. That's what they're yeah. saying. He's trying to get in shape to uh, be, you know, look healthy for the 2024 election. Oh, no, that ain't what it's for. He's trying to get ready in case he had to go to prison. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> get down to his prison weight, right? <laughs> Fight weight, prison weight. Oh, okay. Are you guys? I hope the watch? way they the way Are they rolled in R. Kelly's evidence. I hope they roll in here just like that, yeah. just baskets and stuff, yes. just baskets. Oh, Are you guys mess. gonna watch it? No, sure. <laughs> well, y'all gonna watch the fight anyway, though, without no. knowing no. that. I'm, no, I'm not watching jokes. We watch you know, you, If you watch it, then you get jokes. So yeah, I might watch a little bit. Uh, yeah. but like uh, what? 
the NFL season kicks off this weekend. Yeah. College yes. football is in full bloom. Georgia yeah. beat Clemson last week. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, so, so it's safe to say y'all not going to watch the fight. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very not safe. Not even for tr- the comedy of Trump. I mean, if I find the fight, I'll watch it. I want to see Holy Fruit. I'm gonna really going to have to I'm not finna buy it, though. Is it pay per view? Is it free? Probably. Triller. I don't know. Is it online? Is it an online fight? Oh, it's, it's pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, I'm not uh, paying. No, not my fault at all. Not, uh, not, to, not, not for Not Belfort versus Holyfield. I ain't going to pay for that one. Tyson Holyfield, they can have this check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. No. Ooh, they say Kim Jong-un lost weight, too. He slimmed down, too. Maybe mm-hmm. Don't say a word, Jay. Don't you say one word, Jay. I didn't say a word. I, I was going to. <laughs> But I didn't, I didn't say nothing. I was going All right. To say <laughs> one word. Come on. <laughs> coming up next, the nephew is here with today's Slim prank bags. phone call. <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is <laughs> trapped under his bed. <laughs> God, girl. I, I've been there, though. I've been Tommy there. Tommy said he's Damn. been there. I've been there. Been there, done that. Oh, my I'm, God. Ugh. I'm talking about I didn't been there about, ooh, I didn't done about two and a half hours under the bed. Oh, my God. I didn't done about two and a half hours. We're going to get into the strawberry that. letter uh, in just a little bit, but right now. You done longer than that, Jay? <laughs> longer than that. All night. Bring me some meat when you come back. <laughs> you hungry? <laughs> Who is that snoring? I keep hearing somebody snoring, but but me and you, what is that? <laughs> All right, right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for his nap? You can't come back to church. You can't come back to church. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, hey. I understand you and the Lord got a relationship, but over here, you can't come back to this church, though. <laughs> come on, cat, let's get it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister uh, Cherise Mayfield. Who is this? Deacon Bounds from the, from the church. Deacon who? Bounds. From, the from ch- what? From our church? Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. From, from, from. Tia, can you hear me good? This old phone don't work, 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 work good. Yeah, my phone okay. Okay, that I called it. The deacon board didn't have a meeting as well as uh, pastors, and mm-hmm. uh, they didn't have a meeting. And they come to the understanding that uh, they're gonna ask you to not come to church right now because that about that them boys of yours, Eric and James, being in jail the way they are. And want to, want you to just uh, I don't know if they gonna suspend you from church right now, but they uh, they think it put a bad look on the church. My kids being in jail put a bad look on the church. Well, that's what that's, that's what they, that's what they come up with. Now we didn't have a meeting with the deacon board and with Pastor Stoves. I don't understand why y'all have a meeting about my kids in the church. Well, what I, my kids got to do with the church? Well, what we're trying to do is show a good example to the youth that we got there. Okay, you can show a good example by me being there paying my tithes and offering. 
Well, that's another thing that's been brought to our attention that we're going to be calling a lot of members about is people not paying the tithe the way they fold. I pay my tithes. I don't know. I don't know who told you that, Deacon Barnes. I don't even know. First of all, who you are, and I'm not trying to be mean to you. And I don't. I don't even understand why you how you even got my phone number. Well, no, but I pay my tithes. I pay my offering. Go on your computer at the church. Call your secretary or whoever. Well, let, let me and, let me let me ask you this, Sister Mayfield. Do you pay your tithes according to what you make? Yes, I do. Check the books. Well, well, well. Now, what it is, we can't check the books if we don't know exactly what you make. Is what I'm saying. What I make. It's my business between me and Jesus. I give him his 10%, and that's all Mars Hill needs to know. I, I, I understand exactly where you come from, but now the, the main issue on the table is about these boys and, and, and being, uh, you know, disrupted the way they are. They don't want that to be to, to, to bleed over into the youth choir. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, first of all, I would appreciate if you would have a pastor to tell me this himself. And then second of all, if somebody kids is having trouble in the world or whatever, y'all supposed to pray for them, not put them at the church or they mama. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, we gonna, we gonna pray for, them, and we gonna pray for you too. But we don't want this to shed over to the youth that we got that's doing good with this. Well, thing. I'm gonna keep coming. Y'all can't stop me from coming to the church. I'm gonna keep coming. So I don't know who you talking to, and you tell pastor to call me himself and tell me a- I can't come to. Hill. And you have nobody calling me telling me that I can't come to Hill. That is a free church. I'm going to get the pastor called. Now they- well, you get the pastor to call me because you have no business calling me telling me that I can't come to God's house. Well, Sister Mayfield, I don't want you to get in no up road with me. Now, I'm, I'm not getting. I'm not getting angry with nobody. Did I work? I don't work eighteen, sixteen hours today. I don't have time for nobody calling me telling me that I can't come to a church that I pay my tithes and offering at. Not that I own the church. I pay my tithes because that's that's due to God. But y'all really making me upset by telling me I can't come there because of my kids and they troubles. Well, so where where was you this past Sunday? You what now? I wasn't at church because I had overslept, and why is that any of your business? Now, there you go being in uproar with me again. I don't know who this is. How could you call somebody about church business over the phone? This don't make sense. Sister Mayfield. Hello? Yeah. One more thing. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, <laughs> you just got pranked. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wait a minute. How you going to But y'all bogus. Y'all let's go about you, though. Okay. Ain't nobody gonna keep you out the Lord's house. <laughs> you gonna show up and show out every Sunday. Every Sunday, I'm coming to church in the name of Jesus. I know that's right, baby. Well, thank you. Hey, hey baby, let me ask you something. Uh-huh. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Now, do you even have to ask me that? The Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show, baby. <laughs>
<laughs> if I tell you you can't come back, then you just can't come back. That's all Who it is. Who are cool. you? Man, they, they didn't Who like it though. Are you to tell me? I am the appointed person that calls and tell mm-hmm. you when you can't come back. That's who I am. I understand. And the Lord don't call you on this either. It's officials at the church. Okay? Y'all gonna start respecting these church officials. Okay? For real, Tommy. Let me ask you this. Do they really put people out of church? Can you get put out of the church? Yeah, you can get put out of church. Oh, yeah, you can't get put out of a church. Yeah, you can put out. Yes, you can. You come in here with that foolishness, they will ask you not to come back. You can get put out with church. Tommy, you're right. I don't even know why. My sister got put out. I don't even know why the hell I am. I'm crazy. My sister did too much at the church. You know, all that running down the house, you know, uh, down the aisle screaming and everything. Uh-huh. All they told her, y'all ass can't come back in no more. But she got yeah. the Holy Ooh. Ghost. Not doing announcements. Some you don't churches get to do an announcement. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't get the you don't get the, mm-hmm. the spirit doing the spirit. announcement. Yeah, <laughs> not doing announcements, you don't. No. But see, this uh, right here, this was about this lady and her her boy's been in jail. That's so we don't want all that at the, you know, you don't we yeah. don't want you mixing with the other kids with that. Okay? No, you're not coming up in here with that. If you're looking for more foolishness, more stupidity, more ignorance, you can get it. I promise you, you can get it right there in your face, September 24th and 25th. Mm-hmm. That's right, West Palm Beach, Florida, at the Improv, the nephew coming. Straight stupid, straight ignorant, brand new everything, brand new suit, brand new shoes, brand new jokes, brand new, well, my I was going to say brand new hairstyle, but just same bald head, though. Same bald head, okay? Everything else. Brand spanking new, okay? And if y'all got some church members that's been put out, bring them down to the improv to hang out with me. If they can't go to church on Sunday, they can at least come laugh. We can do it that way. If you've been oh, put out to it. church, we will accept you at the improv. Won't you come? May the doors of the improv open. There might be one today. Candidate for laughter or just plain old funny experience. Why don't you come? You can put Why there, don't though, you come? Huh? <laughs> you can put them out of there if you need to. I can put you out to improv. You come yeah, in there hacking the food. Now I'm gonna put you out of there. Then you're not gonna get your money back. So you can you how you wanna do it. <laughs> but come in, we're gonna be social distance safe and we're gonna have a good time at the improv, West Palm Beach, Florida, 24th, 25th. Come get me. All right, nephew. Coming up next, strawberry letter subject trapped under his bed. Okay, we'll find out what that's all about right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's steveharveyfm.com. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know. Could be you. Never know. Could, Could be, be you. Buckle mm-hmm. up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject trapped under his bed. <laughs> this is crazy. Dear Steve and Shirley, I really need some advice. I met this man that is 10 years older than I am, and I really like him a lot. He's still married, but he and his wife are living as roommates, and he does not sleep with her anymore. I have gone to his house many nights and would leave before his wife and kids wake up. When he takes me out, we only go to the casino because I'm his lucky charm and he always wins big when I'm with him. 
I would love to have a nice dinner with him in town, but he's not that type of man. The way he talks to me makes me feel like the luckiest female in the world. He is a passionate lovemaker, and he takes his time with attention to every little detail. He's got me wrapped around his little finger, and he knows it. I need to know that he feels the same way about me. I was at his house one night about two months ago, and his wife got up in the middle of the night and started calling his name. He told me to get under the bed, and I did. She walked in and told him she was having trouble sleeping and wanted to lay with him for a few minutes. He told her no because he had an early morning and he needed his rest. She got in the bed anyway, and she got on top of him and started kissing him. She could see he was already in the mood, and that was for me, not her. I got him in the mood, and she finished the job for me. Soon after they finished, she fell asleep, so he woke her up and told her to get out. She laughed and told him he could never resist her. I got from under the bed, and he kept on apologizing. I was a nervous wreck. I had to hear my man being taken advantage of, and I hated that. He could live with me, but he said he is staying there for his kids. Is he really staying for her? <laughs> wow. Oh. Uh, to this, I just say, come on, you cannot be this slow. You cannot. I mean, you heard it with your own ears. No matter who initiated it, they're still having sex. They are still having sex. So, yes, he's staying for her, just like he told you, and and the kids because they're married and that's his family. That's why he's still there. He's just cheating on them with you. You're the side piece. He's not your man. He has a wife who gets in his bed while you have to hide under the bed, okay? How does this sound? You are worried about the wrong things. You're worried about him taking you to the casino because you're his lucky charm. You want him to take you to dinner instead, but you said he's not that type of man. What you should be worried about is your luck running out and his wife finding you in her house, you know, on one of those many, many times you said you've been there. Uh, take my advice. Stop being this man's little plaything because that's all you are. You got to break it off with him because he's not going to ever leave his wife and you'll be forever under the bed when she comes in the bedroom. Steve? This is, <laughs> this ridiculous. Yes. This this just flat out ridiculous. <laughs> this this is really, really close to one of the dumbest damn letters I've had. This lady say I really need some advice. <laughs> I met this man that's 10 years older than I am and I really like him a lot. Okay, no problem. He's still married. Okay, here we go. But he and his wife are living as roommate and he does not sleep with her anymore. Who told you that? He he told you that? He told you they still live together, but they not sleeping together anymore. Okay, all right, cool. I have gone to his house many nights and would leave before his wife and kids wake up. What? Wait a minute. You've got to be. So, something's really, really, you're demented. Something's really, really wrong with you. First of all, he told you he's still married, but they don't sleep together. They're just roommates. And you've been to his house many nights and would leave before his wife and kids wake up. So you mean your stupid ass to let this man sneak you in the house 
like y'all kids. Do you? And then you get up and leave before the wife and the kids wake up. And then when he takes me out, we only go to the casino because I'm his lucky charm. And he always wins big when I'm with him. No, you go to the casino with a man because he don't have to be saying he was just with you. Because see, at the casino, you can sit in the chair next to him. Y'all could be at the table side by side. And he can say y'all was never together. That's why you don't go nowhere but the damn casino. Then you said, I would love to have a nice dinner with him in town. But then, see, y'all would be together. So you're not finna have no dinners with him in town. But he's not that type of man. The way he talks to me makes me feel like the luckiest female in the world. <laughs> hey, come on over to my house. Everybody sleep. I'm going to do you. But then before they wake up, I'm going to need you to get out. And then, hey, I want you to come down to the casino with me. Because you my lucky charm and I win big. But we can't ever be seen nowhere having no damn dinner together. And then right after that, you said, the way he talks to me makes me feel like the luckiest female in the world. You stupid. All right, hold on, Steve. Hold on, hold on. All All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Strawberry letter subject for today, trapped under, under his bed. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's very intelligent strawberry letter. It's called the subject trapped under his bed. Wow. This lady met this married man that told her that he don't have a relationship with his wife. He just lived as roommates in the house and he don't sleep with her anymore. And so she done decided, I, she goes over this man's house many nights and would leave before his wife and kids wake up. I ain't never seen, I ain't never heard this before. <laughs> then when he takes me out, we only go to the casino because I'm his lucky charm and he always wins big when I'm with him. Then she said, I'd love to have a nice dinner with him. That's not going to happen because then it'll look like y'all together. You can go to the casino and it don't look like y'all together. She said, but he's not that type of man. Meaning, you know what she means by that? She would never be seen with me out having dinner and people know he's married because he's mm. not that type of man. Oh, but he is the type of man who would bring you over to the house and screw you while the wife and kids are sleeping. I'm sorry. I'm just really trying to put you under the bed. How good of a person this dude really is. Right, but he's right. that type of man. The way he talks about me feels the luckiest woman in the female in the world. He's a passionate love maker. And he takes his time with attention to every little detail. Well, that's because everybody sleep. And then. <laughs> Wait a minute, huh? Hey, what? Yeah, that's just because everybody sleep. When they wake up, that old attention to detail going to go out the damn window. Nice. Matter of fact, a little bit later on in the letter, you finna find out about that. Uh, he got me wrapped around his finger and he knows it. I know that he feels the same way about me. And uh, and I need to know. I need to know that he feels the same way about me. I was at his house one night, about two months ago, and his wife got up in the middle of the night and started calling his name. Mm. Mm. He told me to get under the bed, and I did. What? <laughs> that was the dumbest thing. You know what? 
You can ask me to go stand in the closet. You can try to hide me behind them drapes. But what I'm not finna do is get up under this bed and get shot in the top of my head. That ain't what I'm finna do. So anyway, he told me to get under the bed, and I did. She walked in and told him she was having trouble sleeping and wanted to lay with him for a few minutes. He told her no, because he got an early morning and he needed his rest. She got in the bed anyway. You know why? Because that's her house and it's her husband. She got in the bed anyway, and she got on top of him and started kissing him. She could see he was already in the mood, and that was for me, not her. Wait, lady, lady. It's her husband. She is his wife. You in her house, and now you under her bed. <laughs> oh, child, I can't. Uh, I can't. Why, I why did you not. write us? I not. Exactly. So I got him in the mood, and and she could see he was already in the mood. And that was for me, not her. I get him. I got him in the mood, and she finished the job for me. Soon after they finished, she fell asleep. So he woke her up and told her to get out. She laughed and told him he could never resist her. You know why? Because she's proven it before. That ain't the first time she done been in the room, and that ain't the first time that done happened. Right. <laughs> Man. Okay. She laughed and told him he could never resist her. I got from under the bed. This is so stupid. I got from under the bed, and he kept on apologizing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this right here, though. He, doing, he, he keep on doing a lot of stuff. Cause when his wife got on top of him, he kept on doing that, too. Uh-huh. And when she started kissing him, he kept on doing that. And he kept on apologizing. I was a nervous wreck. You better, what? I had to hear my man being taken advantage of. Wait a minute, hold up. Listen to me. Lady, I, I don't know how, you, if you understand how sex really works. <laughs> you, you can't take advantage of a man. A man has to be in a certain, shall we say, frame of mind. Come on now. In order like to it was perform. When his wife came into the bed. Uh-huh. Right. But he, see, it don't just happen. No. He had to get ready for that, and you got him ready. Yes, she did. But Steve. And then she finished the job. What's your name? We, this, we really, really don't talk to under-the-bed people. We really don't. But finish. See, <laughs> and lady, really don't. I don't know if you understand the position you are currently in. I would think that when he forced you to get under the bed and you had to listen to them have sex, that you would know that you ain't the most important woman in the world. Okay. I thought that you might know that he got you hid and tucked away. Literally. Now, (laughs) he could live with me, but he said he's staying there for the kids. Is he really staying for her? Listen to me. He showed you who he was staying for. The kids didn't come in there and climb in the bed and say they couldn't get no sleep. She did. He ain't staying there for the kids. The kids sleep all night long. Matter of fact, they don't get up to go to the bathroom. They pee in the bed. 
and get out from under that bed. All right. Post your comments. Thank you, Steve, on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. Football is back. Come on, Junior, what you got? Week one, Uncle, let's go. We got these games, man. Let's pick them. Now, week one, please know I got nothing to base it on. Yes. This is going to be just educated, heartfelt guesses. Go, Junior. (laughs) All right, here we go. Jacksonville at Houston. Oh, Jacksonville. Houston oh, came Houston. in. Right? Oh, man. I, yeah, I got ready to say Houston, but I forgot uh, the massage <laughs> therapist is not going to be. <laughs> ball. He came. L.A. Chargers and Washington football team. Yeah, what you say? Los Angeles Chargers versus the Washington football team. I'm going to go with Washington, man. Okay, all right. That's the pick. Seattle at Indy. Ooh, that's going to mm. be a good one. I love Russell Wilson, though, man. I'm going to have to go with Seahawks. Okay. New York Jets at Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Okay. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Minnesota, come on. I hate Cincinnati. <laughs> I just, just out of hatred. That's just all. out of hatred. Nothing but just out of hate. Arizona at Tennessee. Oh, mm. I like Kyle and Mary, man. I'm going to go with uh, boy, but that Derek Henry. That's my dude, too. I'm going to have to go with the Titans, man. Tennessee. San Francisco at Detroit. Detroit, always go with Detroit. That's my Detroit? city, boy. Detroit, D-Town. 92-3, the mix. <laughs> Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Please, Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo going to whoop their ass. Buffalo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Steelers is another hate team. Anybody in the division with the Browns, pure hate. Yeah. <laughs> Philly at Atlanta. Jalen hurt too much. I'm going to have to go with Philly, man. Philly Sorry. it is. Sorry, Atlanta. Green Bay at New Orleans. Mm. mm. I just like New Orleans, man. I'm going to go with New Orleans. You know, Saints. New Orleans, okay. baby. <laughs> Dem- Denver at New York Giants, man. Don't nobody give a damn. Okay, don't nobody give a damn. A and B. Don't nobody give a damn. Don't nobody yeah, care. But I'm, I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley. All right, New York Giants. Miami at New England. Oh, <laughs> Miami. <laughs> they done cut Cam? Yeah. Miami. And they ain't got uh, Brady? Yeah. What? Miami? <laughs> Chicago at Los Angeles Rams. Oh, no. Chicago. Chicago. Town. Okay. And then you, of course. Uh, here it is. Yeah. Cleveland Browns, Kansas City Chiefs. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Boy. Come on, Boy. Uh, Week one. What? You know, uh-huh. good hell what the odds say. But what, <laughs> yeah. what do your heart say? Them damn say? Browns. Boy, if we beat Kansas City, y'all going to have a hard time with me this year. Oh, oh, oh y'all gonna have a hard picked. time with me this Let's year. Let's get it on. Yeah, I ain't got a lot of faith in this one right here, but I'm going with the Browns, though. Yeah, man. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, Junior. Thank you, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about California governor, uh, the recall election, okay? That's coming up next Tuesday, and we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. California Republican gubernatorial candidate Larry Elder's scheduled tour of homeless encampments in Venice, California, ended shortly after it began Wednesday morning as Larry Elder left hastily in an SUV after being angrily confronted by a group of homeless people and advocates. Elder, who had arrived in his brand-new Recall Express campaign bus, 
shortly after casting his ballot at a voting center across town, spent roughly 12 minutes in the neighborhood with his departure hastened by what appeared to be an egg thrown at his direction and a physical assault on his staff. Whoa. No, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a legend egg. It was an egg. <laughs> see, see, you can sit at, as a conservative radio show host and talk behind the mic all you want. You come out in the streets, yes. you find out what they really think. It's a whole different story. whole different story. And when a homeless man give up an egg to throw at your ass, they really don't like you. Yeah. They really they really don't like you. They say they got a problem with you. And y'all, I'm gonna tell you, man. In a, in a, in L.A., we y'all got to get out and vote. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, yeah. This day again, man. You have to get out and vote because this Larry Elder is a dangerous. Don't let his skin color fool you, because that's not mm-hmm. the color on the inside of this man. Mm-hmm. He is as racist towards black people as wow. any Klansman is. This Negro is as racist towards black people as a Klansman is. He's made statements that slave owners should get reparations because they lost property. And then he made the statement that, please, I know y'all don't want to hear this, but slavery was legal at that time. This is a black dude talking. This Negro, who is propped up in position by the right-wing white power base, has Mm -hmm. this Negro on puppet strings with a stick Mm. 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 impaled in his backside. No, this dude right (laughs) here, he been wrong. I've never heard him say anything pro-black. He is the most anti-black person I've ever heard talk out loud. Well, meanwhile, Steve, Vice President Kamala Harris is campaigning and stumping for Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. The good news is the polls and mail-in ballot returns for the governor uh, for the recall election on September 14th, which is Tuesday, are all trending toward Governor Newsom. And uh, again, you know, you got to you know, just make sure that the California voters get out. Get out and vote, right. get out and vote right. please. Yeah. Because this uh, guy's con- dangerous. He really uh-huh. is dangerous. I yep. mean, it's Contact no the county elections office. Call the Secretary of State's voter hotline. That's 1 800 345 vote. 1 800 345 vote. Or you can text there's, vote to go vote. All right. There's a black Klansman? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, Damn, that's really bro. sad. That's really sad. What did they say to you, man? Right. <laughs> yeah. What really they put in sad. your water, brother? To make you hate black people that much? Yeah. Man. But you black, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> but you black. On the outside. It's a sad state. When you hear him talk, man, you just look at him, man. That's really, mm. really sad. Because his, his parents is old. And I can assure you they don't feel that way. It's no way. He done went to them little schools, and he's he's the most brainwashed, dangerous person out there. And he's already hinted like there might be some shenanigans in this election, you know, a la Larry Donald Elder Trump. Has yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Oh, okay. A la Donald well, Trump. Well, even if it is, we don't give a damn. That's yeah, right. just Come on, go Gavin vote, News. California. Go for the governor. Go, go vote. Gavin. Yes. 
Those what are... is the going sellout price? What what is what number is that? What's the going <laughs> sellout price? I don't know. You'd be surprised, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> we Tommy, gotta go. They didn't huh? have to buy him. His wow. desire to be white is stronger than anything. He he would he would sell his soul if he could be white. Woo! We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's a question for the guys on the show. I know you guys are traveling. You're back on the stage and everything. So what are you doing for the weekend? Tommy? Junior? Football. Don't ball hey, Matter of fact, don't call. Don't do nothing. <laughs> yes. Don't yes. say nothing. Game on. Not doing nothing. Mm. That's it. Okay. What do you snack on, Junior, when you're watching football? Everything. Wings, <laughs> what chips. What you got? Yeah, cheese. Come on, bring it. It bring don't matter it. what it is. <laughs> crackers. I mean, just for no reason, a cracker. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that make noise. Oh, we got to make noise. It yeah. has to make noise. So. Celery. All right, Jay, All what's your that. weekend looking like? Well, I'm going to be watching football, too, but I watch football a little different. I'm rooting for people to lose. I really am. That's, that's what I'm going to do. man. I'm bitter, bitter man. The, I am a hater. I am a hater to Who the you hate heart. the most, Jay? Uh, the Cowboys. When they lose, it gives me such a joy. Why you hate the Cowboys? I'm filled with such goodness in my spirit that when they get their ass beat, you don't. And I don't even watch the game. I just check the scores. I don't even watch the game. I just check the scores. Oh, oh, oh. Go ahead. What you doing? All right, nephew. What's what's happening with you? I'm. Um. You know what? It's father and son weekend with me. Me and my son. He got games on. Saturday games on Sunday, so we we baseball and we going to the Astros game. I told him we are gonna turn them corners. He was like, "What that mean? Turn? Boy, boy, you finna turn some corners? We we about to get in these streets, okay? We about to have." Some fun. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks guys. Thanks guys. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Time now for Ask the CLO. Here we go. This one is from Cecil in Saginaw, Michigan. Cecil writes, hmm, I'm a 70-year-old bachelor, and I swore I'd never get married. But now I'm in love with a younger woman, (laughs) and she's threatening to leave me if I don't get my act together. See, I have another problem, too. I have a very controlling daughter, and she will be wealthy after I pass away. She's my everything, and I know she will fight over my assets, especially because she thinks my girlfriend is only with me for the money. She suggested I get a prenup if I decide to marry this woman. What should I do, CLO? Well, go on and get a prenup. Depends on how much younger this woman is, but if you're 70, damn near everybody you meet will be younger. So <laughs> that could be, that covers a wide range of people, Cecil. But your daughter is your everything. So if the woman really loves you for your love and not for your money, uh, at this age difference, she would understand that you want to leave everything to your child. And so uh, that makes sense. But she's threatening to leave you if you don't get yourself together. How? She wants either one or two things. She wants you to get your daughter under control or she wants you to handle your business and hand it over to her. Those are the only two things I could think she's telling you to get yourself together or she's going to leave you. And in the words of uh, someone, I don't know where this phrase came from, but the two words are bye and Felicia. Mm. And you can, That's some ice cube. Yeah. He's in love, Steve. 
All right, uh, we're moving on. Tabitha in Philly says, I'm a 34-year-old married woman, and I need your advice. My husband works downtown, and I work from home. On Friday, I ran to the dry cleaners, and I saw my husband's car. I expected him to be in the cleaners, but instead, his assistant was inside at the counter. She told she turned bright red when she saw me, and I told her to give me the car keys and uh, call an Uber. My husband was very upset and asked me to apologize to his assistant. I told him that would never happen. Do you think I overreacted about this? Hmm. Well, <laughs> you didn't know why the assistant had the car down at the cleaners was obviously to pick up some cleaning. I'm assuming <laughs> he wasn't down there. They wasn't at a hotel. He gave her the car to go down there to pick up his dry cleaner. You done came in all gangster, get a Uber, give me the damn car keys. Now you got what you wanted, you got the car keys. Now your husband upset. What did your husband do? She did turn bright red, Uncle Steve. She turned bright red. Well, Well, you be scared too. Somebody's wife walk in, you got the keys. (laughs) Coming up. (laughs) Coming up. Thank you, Cielo. Coming up. (laughs) It is our last break of the day. I know. (laughs) It is the last break of the day, damn it. (laughs) And we'll have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour from the one and only our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Our last break of the day and of the week. It's been a good week, a short week. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Hey, Shirley, what's uh, Newsom's first name? Gavin. G-A-V-I-N. That's interesting. You know what? Uh, Everybody, you know, we've talked about voting uh, all year long. Uh, I think that the Steve Harvey Morning Show did... uh, a massive job uh, last year during the election. Uh, I could not have been more proud of our effort as a morning show. I really couldn't. As a matter of fact, we all strapped in and buckled up and stayed the entire year to keep you all informed about the election, to keep you all encouraged through the COVID uh, pandemic. The Steve Harvey Morning Show was dedicated last year in 2020. We were on the radio every day, passing out information, imploring you to vote. And you know what? Y'all showed up and you showed out. This, along with the election of Barack Obama, was one of the most uh, significant political movements I've ever been a part of in my life. I I didn't vote every year. I I, I can just tell you that, honestly. When I was homeless, I didn't even know when the election was. I had some other things that were paramount in my life that had nothing to do with the election. But ever since I've been on my feet and been an aware person, I've I've made it my duty to vote. Uh, But people that listen to this radio show really, really impressed me in the uh, 2020 elections for Biden and Kamala Harris. And you showed up and you proved something to not only ourselves, but you proved something to them. See, when I say them, y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the powers that be. I'm talking about that force of people who is in the minority, who tries to find every possible angle they can to act as though they are the majority. See, what I've discovered about the minority is they'll do anything to win. 
anything. They will lie, steal, corrupt, collaborate. They'll do anything to win because they're the majority and they're trying to act like they're the majority. So now, people's voting rights are under siege. They are trying to destroy us again. And what they're doing is so unconstitutional. So, you know, it kind of sickens me when they keep waving that constitution around, but they ignore the part where all people have the right, the inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness. Because their constitution was never written for us or intended for us. And that's exactly how they act. They act, the minority act as though this is their country and not ours. They act as though they are solely responsible for how this country should be, not us. And now they're so aggravated with our turnout in the last election that now they're doing everything in their power to disrupt the voting block that we've become. Everything. Listen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, stay woke. Stay woke and stay present. Stay aware, be aware, and be active. We will never, ever go back to who we were. They will never be able to count us as the complacent group, the non-caring group. Because see now, no, you done pissed us off now. Just plain and simple. You done pissed us off now. We watched you free police officer after police officer after we've watched them murder black people on tape and we watch you in our face free them we watched michael brown get shot down we even watched you let george um zimmerman get away with killing that young boy we watched you let them let that happen this justice system don't care nothing about us. Your constitution don't care nothing about us. You want us to stand for a flag that that, that won't wrap yourself around us. How, how can that be? America, land of the free, home of the brave. Who free? Free to do what? Free to do stuff as long as we doing what you want us to do. Now we free. But see, no, no, we're that other kind of free too. We free to elect who we want. We free to, we free to vote how we like. And we proved it last time, but we have news for you. We're going to prove it again and again and again. I don't care what you do. I don't care how many mailboxes you take up and remove from the hoods. I don't care how many polling places you close. I don't care how many papers we got to sign to vote. I don't care how many documents we need to show up with to send our ballots in. I don't care how long the line is. We woke now. We're going to do it all, and we're going to vote. And we know who you are. We know exactly who you are. We know the people who hate us. We're very aware. Black people ain't sleep. We know who hate us. Brown people ain't sleep. Asian community is not sleep. They know who don't hate, who hates them. We wide awake. And we know who it is. It's you. It's you. 
the one that's sitting here listening to my voice that's hating everything I'm saying because I'm saying it about you. We're going to vote. Governor Gavin Newsom will be back in office on Tuesday in California, period. Larry Elder, you can say we've stolen the election if you want to. You can send that lie right on up with your old president's lie. Thank y'all. Enjoy your day. And uh, congratulations to uh, Governor Gavin Newsom because we will show up at the polls. Y'all have a great day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 